And so uh, we've heard uh, that uh, uh, President Jacob Zuma has left uh, the uh, residential, his uh, presidential uh, residence, and uh, on his way to, uh, we assume, uh, to union buildings. And uh, so there's uh, quite uh, uncertainty in the country at the moment. Uh, and uh, so to try and get uh, some clarity, we speak to Father Peter John Pearson from the Catholic uh, Parliamentary Liaison Office. Father Peter John. Good morning. Good morning uh, to you. And uh, so I, I assume you've been following the news now, trying to get a sense of uh, what is happening. <laughs> yes, indeed. I think the whole country has been gripped in this um, saga of, um, of, of the president's um, imminent departure. Well, we hope an imminent departure. We, we, we have to wait and see. Um, uh, but it is an interesting, I mean, it's an interesting moment. Um, I think whether he goes willingly or whether Parliament um, has to uh, kick him out, it's been an interesting moment uh, politically, interesting moment for democracy. Um, it has shown that um, whatever um, route he takes, um, dem- democracy is strong in this country. Yes. People's voices have been heard. And there's robust political engagement. There's robust party engagement. Um, the institutions of democracy are strong, and um, and and that's been an important lesson of this moment. No matter what he says or doesn't say, um, when he makes his speech very shortly. Now, uh, for the Peter John, uh, perhaps uh, the question is: What are the options? Okay, so recalling is, of course, one of the options. Uh, or oh, he could have resigned even before that uh, recall. Uh, and if he says, "Okay, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not even listening to this recall business," then what? Where to from here? Well, um, then uh, Parliament. Could um, could have a uh, could kick into to um, into action, and he could be um, he, he, a vote of no confidence could be had, um, and that is um, then he and the whole government would have to resign. Um, the the cabinet, the deputy president, uh, would all have to resign with him. Um, and that is an option, I believe, from what I hear, um, that plans are in place for that to happen. And we know that the EFF have um, called for a, a vote of no confidence and that they have now asked for it to be brought forward. The Speaker had given them the date of the 22nd, um, and that could, um, and they've now asked to be brought forward. The Speaker has asked for a little bit more time to reconsider it, and that might be one of the orders of business that the Chief Whips will um, deal with, even as we speak. They're meeting um, in Cape Town, and then, as you know, there's a caucus meeting at uh, 10.30 this morning. Yes. The Cabinet um, meeting has been uh, postponed, so... It looks as if there is a move um, that could possibly prepare um, um, Parliament for a no um, a, a motion of no confidence. The, uh, it is unlikely 
knowing the culture of the ANC and um, I suppose from a uh, sort of party political perspective, it's unlikely that the um, the ANC, uh, who would now, I think, um, um, use a vote of no confidence to to get rid of the um, the, the president, because once um, once the um, once Parliament um, has a vote of no confidence, he doesn't have an option. He has to go then, yes. um, and as I say, within the entire cabinet. So, um, and that would mean the speaker. Um, would be um, uh, take up the reins of the presidency for no more than 30 days, during which time um, the the House um, will have an opportunity to to elect somebody. Yes. Um, but um, I think that um, that the as I was going to say, the political culture is such that the ANC would not want to do that. On the back of um, the opposition's um, uh, a vote of no confidence motion, because that would then always mean that um, it was the, the opposition that got rid of the president, and it would always leave the mark that the ANC uh, couldn't do, do it themselves, and therefore needed. That. And no party would want that to happen. Every opposition party, of course, by contrast, would want that to happen. So those are the options. There could be an impeachment, but there you would need um, two-thirds of the House, and that's going to be more difficult. It is more drastic um, in terms of um, what he is not able to take with him in terms of uh, pensions and that. But um, I don't think that's coming into play just yet. Um, I think the more likely scenario would be the vote of no confidence. Okay, so that's that's what it is. And I wonder uh, what would be the, you know, what we expecting uh, from uh, the president this morning. What would be the expectations of uh, the Catholic Parliamentary Liaison Office and perhaps uh, your own expectations, Father, when he makes uh, his uh, Look, address this I, morning? I think... The bottom line is we don't know. Um, the sensible, obvious um, response, given that he has said um, all along that he um, is a loyal, disciplined member of the ANC, that he abides by the rules of the ANC, um, would lead us to expect that he would offer his resignation unwillingly, unhappily, um, and um, but that he would offer it. Um, but this is um, Jacob Zuma we're dealing with. Um, there is sufficient ground for um, believing, as some do, that um, he will dig in his heels, that he will um, publicly humiliate the, um, the deputy president of the country, that he will. Um, try to hold out publicly um, for a longer um, uh, period of, of, of transition that he would um, that he would just uh, be um, obstinate in this. Um, he's a survivor, he's a tactician, he's all shown in many ways that he is prepared 
go right to the brink of the abyss and um, and 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 negotiate once more from there. So you know, while his statements would lead us to believe that he uh, will do what he has said he will do, and that is resign, um, if that's what the party um, calls for, or that he will follow the recall now, as um, as Mbeki did before him. Um, but there has to be a measure of wait and see, because um, he is a man who goes right to the brink. He has um, a lot to gain from um, financially from trying to hold out for a few more months to get, for one, the nuclear deal through. Um, and I, um, I think we're waiting to see. We have no definite position on what he's going to do. Uh, I think like the rest of the country, we're waiting with bated breath. Um, I just hope he does the right thing. And, um, and, and, and as they've been saying, falls on his sword. Um, it's the obvious, the cleanest uh, thing to do. Um, anything other than that would show a huge disrespect um, for, for the party that he has served um, over many decades and a great disrespect for the people of South Africa who have spoken and forced the party to do what they're doing now. Now, Father Peter John, of course, uh, the Hawks uh, uh, raided uh, Gupta uh, compound uh, this morning and uh, they've apparently arrested one brother. Do you think they are trying to send a message? I'm sure. I'm sure. Look, um, I think the environment since the... um, since the December um, conference of the ANC, um, since the elective conference, has been um, a has, has given a clear indication. The environment has given a very clear indication that um, there is going to be accountability. That the um, that the there's a clean up. Um, the ANC, if they're going to have any future, they have to give the space that has become muddied over the last five more years. Um, They have to clean up that space and show that um, South Africa is on a new page. And I think that is uh, what's happening. We've seen it happen in a number of other um, spaces uh, where, um, you know, Cases have been brought to the fore. Sean Abrams of the NPA says, well, I still need to give a verdict on what we're going to do with Zuma's charger uh, before he would have, you know, just shut up and um, been compliant. But uh, there's a different environment. So there is a sending of a message um, to the world about uh, the situation is different. So I think that's the first message that's been sent in answer to your question. I think that um, you know many will argue that the um, that that is part of the pressure that's also mounting on the president. That um, you know you better go. Um, we are not um, using kid gloves in any of this. So I think there are two messages that are being sent um, uh, to the president, but to the broader um, public and internationally in in that action, yes.
And that's the head of uh, Catholic Parliamentary Liaison Office, uh, Father Peter John Pearson. Father Peter John, your message to Catholics as, you know, we're now waiting to exhale, uh, especially now starting this uh, period of uh, Lent, this long journey to the resurrection and with all these uh, going on in the country. I think my key message at this time and the message that I think the Parliamentary Liaison Office um, uh, would want to um, firstly reiterate to ourselves and I think share with our sisters and brothers is that uh, we really live uh, with the virtue of hope. Um, We live with the virtue of hope and that hope is constructed um, not it's constructed through our own agency as well as an openness uh, to the holy. Um, we, we're moving in the period of self-reflection. We're moving in the period of um, cleansing. We're moving into a period of purification. And I think what we um, do in our own lives, we have to do in the public domain. We have to be part of creating that hope. We have to be part of the cleansing, the opening up of spaces, um, the uh, purification of our institutions, um, because that's what um, gives hope and that's what offers a resurrection moment, a rebirth moment uh, for the country. So we look into our own lives, and that is always part of our Lenten discipline in a very pronounced way. It's part of our daily discipline, but it's also part of our Lenten discipline in a very pronounced way. But it's also part of our public and social responsibility. Um, so what we do inside our own hearts and in our uh, sacred space deep inside, we also do in the public domain. And that um, is a means of generating hope, of um, creating a resurrection. So that would be my my um my my kind of prayer for all of us at this time thank you very much uh, father peter john and uh, we speak again uh, sometime next week indeed indeed we do indeed god I bless look forward to that and that's the head of cplo catholic parliamentary liaison office for the peter john pearson